Welcome back everyone and here we are again with part two of this episode of Where's My Wrestling Creative or Crazy. Me, Shay and Alex gonna dive into the crazy things we've been seeing or creative things even during the lockdown period. Let's kick this off. So I'm sure I'm gonna go to um segue to you to nicely now because um I kinda get your take on so Alex is I guess is an example of good creativity in quarantine. Yeah, definitely very creative in quarantine. Um what other examples have you seen in recent weeks of people using quarantine creatively? Was that for me or for <laughs> uh, Oh no, no, sorry for um, for you, Shay, for Shay, for you. I mean, I mean, no. In particular, last week you picked up on a concert between Tori Kelly. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant people I knew. That's why I was like, "Well, uh, no, 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 no." I mean, um, I wasn't doing nothing of rubbish. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to be like, "Well, you've been drinking." Yeah, I mean, it's currently <laughs> in, in the bathtub, but in it again, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, I follow a range of creative people, and two of which, two of whom, two of two people are. <laughs> are Tori Kelly and Jacob Collier. Now, um, separately, they are amazing. They are like top of their game and they are the best at what they do. Um, or Music-wise, right? Just basically, people don't know who they are. Musicians, right? Yeah, the musicians and vocalists. Yeah, yeah. And so a lo- what I noticed in the very first days of America and because America and the UK both went into unofficial lockdown around the same time. Yeah. Literally within a day or two, all of the celebrities started to do Instagram lives and they would come on at the same time every day and that kind of thing. After that, you started to get all the influencers and all the no names doing Instagram lives, which are more salacious. We'll, we'll just leave those over there because- no, we'll, come to that. we'll come to that. <laughs> some videos. Well, for instance, you know, um, you then had people collaborating. And so Tori Kelly and Jacob Collier ended up doing an Instagram live together which just blew me away because even understanding coming getting to um coming to terms with with how technology works and how you're getting that information out to the masses even was a qu- quick but steep learning curve so they had to understand how do we figure out if you're singing and I'm singing there's going to be a delay how do we get this to sound right and they figured it out within like a day and were just and they did you know how they did it I do, and I try to explain it to a friend of mine, to Gail, who also was doing a choir thing in the evening, but I don't have the recording. I literally screen recorded it because I was so blown away by what they were doing. They, they literally sounded on sync, literally. They were in sync because what Jacob was playing and singing, and he said to Tori something along the lines of, and I'm, I could be getting this wrong, you just need to sing the song in time and I need to ignore you and play in time. And then if you sing to what you're here, yeah, it's complex. But basically if he, it had to be on him. He had to know what he was doing so that when he played, I think he was playing a bit behind his singing or singing a bit behind his own playing. I don't know. It was, but again, it's a genius of, because he's always been a creative, he's always been working that side of his brain, the more he uses it, the more he's able to utilize that. So within hours, he was able to go, okay, what is this problem? Like you were saying, Alex, what is this problem I need to solve? Ah, it could be all of these things. Whereas if you haven't been using the creative side of your brain, um, it might take you a bit longer to get to that conclusion because you're gonna look at kind of 
problem solving things that you know things that you would normally do oh turn the phone on on or off or do you know what i mean (laughs) maybe that kind of thing but no honestly people have been doing some really really creative things i have i have been engaging in some and i need to stop now because the last three weeks i've spent a lot of time on social media consuming stuff and being blown away and now i need to get back on with doing what i was doing anyway my creative stuff but Instagram Live is like, I mean, if there's any doubt, um, I got a quote this morning from a friend this morning, but if there's any doubt what the king of social media is in the moment, is Instagram is is owning the whole quarantine period. Alex, have you observed anything of it? And TikTok. Oh, and t- oh t- do you know what? I'm on TikTok. What's TikTok been saying? Oh, yeah, with all dances and stuff and like, yeah. I'm sure my age. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, to be fair, yes, there has been that annoying something challenge where you just disappear. I, I mean, you're offensive, sir, but yeah. Well, I'm offensive. That annoy- have, you, have you done one? No, I haven't, but I like Have you done a something challenge? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, no, Alex, Alex, do you know what I'm talking about? Your face. You know me? Have you done, have you done the something challenge? Oh, he's gone. Say that again. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, cool, yeah. Have you done, have you done the something challenge? No. <laughs> Do you know what? That's exactly how I feel about it. We, we know what I'm talking about, though, right? No, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay, fair enough. Right, okay, so do you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to give any, any more legs than it needs to get. But what I do want to talk about is I think this is equally creative, right? So I don't know if people know about this, right? But Tory Lanez... Um... I knew you were going to say that. I, I was waiting for you to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> we cannot talk about Instagram Live without discussing the king of Instagram Live, IG Live. Tory Lanez, we don't know... Please get to know yeah. Tory Lanez, um, rapper, singer, army artist extraordinaire, has started a thing called Quarantine Radio. Now, if you have, have, Shay, Shay, have you seen this? No, I haven't. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, please, uh, please look it up. So look, I, I, just want to get, I wish you could, hope you could see that. If you listen to this on audio, please go and find the visual moment of, of this, because obviously Shay said, basically what it is, is Tory Lanez decided, this, which I think is quite genius, right, to um, set up a radio show where people come and express themselves through artistic dance. Um, there's one way of putting it, but it, it has literally broken, <laughs> Alex is laughing at me, right? It has broken live streaming records. Like I think the record previously was like 168,000, I think. He, at, at the peak when Drake came on, it was like 300,000 people streaming at once, all seeing various um, people dancing to collect are you are you watching it are you looking at are you looking yeah, at I'm reading, I'm reading i'm reading why are you reading what, what, what have you seen drake, drake joins tory lanes um ig live quarantine radio apparently chris brown rang and asked to join him breaking tory lanes live record with taylor swift of 160k to over 300,000 with with drake yeah and literally it's, it's quite genius so what, what happens is he puts on music he's got dj he's got a sound sound system going on together and um all the all the prospective dancers have to put peach emojis in the request, and then they um they they display their skills. No, I do know what this is, but I didn't know this is where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you done it? Did you go on there? Yeah. <laughs> Me, my mum, and my granny. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. Quarantine radio doesn't discriminate. I, do you know what? I know it. So I I kind of alluded to earlier the fact that. Now, I, as I mentioned in last week's podcast, I'll fall on this sword here. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, there are unknown side effects of those living alone, yeah? Locked away, the more salacious side of quarantine, those living in the single who are dark and alone and unable to seek coitus um, 
if they don't live with anyone. And this is providing a vital service to the community. I think this is really creative. I mean, I'm the only one. 300,000 people clearly agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, whether or not you agree or whether or not it's your cup of tea, it's definitely creative. Oh, you actually agree with me for this oh, 100%. one? 100%. Alex, what's your take? <laughs> yeah, I'm, it was creative. I'm not going to get too deep into it. But yeah, it's creative. <laughs> <laughs> it's creative, yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm thinking? Let me laugh, though, right? Is that... UK artists have followed suit. And it's it's been great entertainment. So UK artists have followed suit. And um, let's just say there have been some unsuccessful artistic dance um, impressions. Um, also, a bit more. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that's the one I want to see. I want to, if, we, if we can bring something else up, are we going to put one of the dancers on who are no. between No, you weren't going to do that. Was that no. Shaking away the corona. Um, no. Uh, get rid of the COVID-19. All right, I've read up. There is, you know, there is a worse one, which I, I, which I will skate around this again because I know I'm pushing the edge here. There's another guy called Little Boosie Live, um, who's um, also, <laughs> <laughs> also gone. <laughs> so if Trinades was um, PG-13, this guy's definitely rated R. Um, where he's made a request that someone um, explain, display things for $1,000. So, um, but there is an element. There is an element that is needed, a darker element that needs to be touched. And I just thought, I personally thought I was genius, personally. And Not all creativity needs to be celebrated. It does need to be celebrated. And we go from that, because I'm going to go, I'm going to move away, I'm going to move away from, the, um, from, from, from the, my, my two friends here. But the, the live sets from DJs, so my naughty doing stuff and that stuff, like, that's, I think that's been quite good. I think that's been quite good. I have to, but I have to admit, you know what, even though that's creative, I have to ask the question why anyone would go on that. I mean, I'm glad they do, but I mean, why you go on that? Because it puts you open to um, so much derision, but I think it's quite entertaining. But anyway, I'm moving on from there. I'm moving on from there. I'm just staying close to the line. Um, so I kind of want to discuss a little bit with Alex as well. And you too, Shane, not being sexist. I actually wanted to get your take on the football teams and furlough, actually, because we've discussed a lot about employment and we know about, obviously, those who don't know if furlough are where they've been hiding for the past 50 years. But um, it's been all over the news. But obviously, we touched on it earlier about 80% of wages being um, subsidised or basically given to the government, given to employees by the government. And football teams, um, Tottenham being one, scumbags, um, have decided to um, use, use furlough for their non-playing staff while not deducting wages from their playing staff. I mean, hopefully that makes sense, but I think that's quite self-explanatory. Liverpool did that, but recently, as of yesterday, reversed their decision. I was going to want to get you guys' take on that, what you thought about that. So, yeah, so I think it's unfair to, to group all football clubs together. I think there's a massive difference between like, the Man United's and the Arsenal's and Liverpool's of the world, and even, even clubs that are also in the Premier League, kind of Burnley, those kind of level of clubs, I think um, the money that they get, um, then they're, they're not rolling in dough. They, the money they they get from TV rights and all that kind of stuff is not just the the, the players that they have to pay for uh, their services as players, but there's also a whole club that's behind it as well that kind of predates as well. The whole system predates the Premier League and the massive money that's coming with, with TV rights, etc. And there's going to be people there. I'm not sure if you've seen the the um, Sunderland documentary on on Netflix, but there no, are people there. It's a good yeah, you got you got people. Yeah, really good. Uh, it kind of shows like the running of a club and like opposite to the Man City one it showed how not to run a football yeah yeah um, yeah sorry I've got my internet is with um, Sky and they're oh. dreadful right. so this is a, this is an anti-advert in the middle of the world. Oh, yeah 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 no, no, don't no. use Sky um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, it kind of shows that there are people who, that, who are in the club who are um, 
earning, I don't know, £50 a day in dinner ladies and, and um, cleaners and all those kind of people. And they depend on the club. And it's not that the club is then kind of bumping them by paying them low wages. The club is running as an ordinary business that just has to happen, that has so happens to have kind of 18 to 20 people who are very high earners. Yeah. Um, Shay, what did you do? You got rid of them. So you upset people, get rid of them, kick them off, kick them off the Zoom chat. I love how you blame me, fam. Yeah, you're, with your wizardry. But I think it's kind of talking about um, non-playing staff and about how people are often... Yeah, yeah, yes, it can hear you now. Ah, uh, yeah, so I, t- I turned my video off because I thought maybe uh, you can hear it better without it. That's cool, let's go for it. Go for it. Um, yeah, yeah, so there's a particular player, Jack Rodwell, and they were like, if you, if you, we can tear your contract up and you can go and play for someone else, but you don't want to play for us and uh, you're, you're, not, you're not enjoying being here. Um, and if you do that, then we can keep on like 30 people in, in other jobs. Um, and he's just like, no, nah, I'd rather just get paid to not play. Um, so I, 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 you can see that there's the impact that one, the, the kind of the, dis, the disproportionate um, wages within the club. And I do think that a lot of clubs will struggle, depending on how long this goes for, they will struggle. Um, I think clubs will go under. But I do think that at the top end, um, clubs like Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal, they, these kind of clubs, those size of clubs need to um, maybe not take advantage of, of the uh, furlough because they can afford to, to keep. Apparently, obviously, we don't know the books of those clubs, but they should be able to. Well, the thing, yeah. Their revenue, which they publish quite often every year anyway, yeah, yeah because they might not have too many because they're a, um, a limited company in it, so they've got they got shareholders meeting all that jazz. I it's think, a company, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Alex, yeah. makes sense. Like I, uh, the statement that they should not take advantage. I think that's different, and I 100% agree with it. I think that's different to being expected to to cough up. Which is different. That's a whole, and, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be expected or whatever, but that's a whole, just a whole different conversation. But to not take advantage or to do what they can is, yeah, it's a given. It's really important, I think. But you know what? I, I, I okay, so I, I actually, I was talking about this um, with you actually, Shay, to be fair. And um, was that I, I had a, quite an issue with, and yes, I'm, a, I'm an avid football fan, they want to know me for two minutes. But I had quite an issue, bad issue with the fact that the Minister of Health, or no, the, the Health Secretary, or is that Health Secretary, is that the correct title? Matt Hancock, anyway. Health Secretary, whatever. Yeah. It's talking about, um, talking about an industry that has nothing to do with him. Now, granted, it was he was asked a question from the, the media. I think he navigated that question better. And I think it was unfair for, for what he eventually then came out with. And then obviously the, the, the mob mentality when jumped on footballers. Where I'm like, well, actually, hold on. It shouldn't rest with footballers. Um, what, what about other industries, etc., like billionaires or that Richard Branson hasn't reconducted himself that like, greatly during this time. Um, now, whilst I agree with like, Alec, I, I totally agree with everything Alex said in terms of um, certain clubs not doing so and uh, the, the different tearing of clubs. I think people don't probably know football that, that well will just be assume Premier League clubs all are rich and know there are some people that are cl- quite close to the line that are rely on the revenue of the, of the Premiership, etc. And obviously, Championship clubs and clubs in lower divisions about getting to too, too football um, will, str- will struggle. Um, income is less from TV rights, etc. But um, I still think I have an issue of like this, this massive problem. Of, it's, it's almost like a celebrity thing. It's like, why, where footballers are particularly picked on, why not the same heat for actors or actresses or business people? I just, I just had a bit of an issue with that. But the furlough thing, I, I can't lie. I think, again, as, as Alex said, I just think that it shouldn't, big clubs shouldn't be using it. And I'm still surprised that Tottenham aren't getting the heat that they're getting. At least Liverpool have reversed it. But I don't know. What, I mean, how do you think Tottenham are actually allowed to get away with that, really? What's your thoughts on that, Alex? 
with Tottenham not reversing it. Yeah. Liverpool, obviously, I've had to back down real quick. Is there a different social expectation? Liverpool, maybe as an institution, Rob, more so than on, more so than on Tottenham? So, I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible. <laughs> so, Alex is an Arsenal fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, going. I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible. But Tottenham is a tiny club. Um, so, I think it's a completely different size of club to Liverpool. Um, I think the mentality of Tottenham is different to what's expected from Liverpool. I think, um, yeah, and I, I hate Tottenham, basically. <laughs> We're even Chelsea though, bro. We're even Chelsea, like Chelsea are, 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 are ironically uh, okay. No, I mean more recent success, definitely, but um, a similar in stature to, to, to Tottenham. Fair to say, mm. um, I would say so. It's interesting. I think I would say they're a similar size. It's difficult. A Chelsea are a weird one because I think Chelsea and Man City are, are quite weird. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say that Man City are a small club because. They're not, but they're also not a big club, if you know what I mean. They're not yeah. a big club in the same way that Man United and, and Liverpool are. Um, mm. And the same way that Chelsea, I don't think, are a small club in the same way that Tottenham is, but I think they're not a big club in the same way that Arsenal is. And that is trying to be as unbiased as possible. Um, but because of kind of recent success and the money, money they've had pumped into them, mm. um, I, I don't know. It's difficult to say as well, because running a profit and operating a profit on, on the company mm. is... That money will, will get worn down quite quickly if the company isn't doing anything, even if it's a massive company. They all have made massive losses. So any TV spots and things like that, that they would have had, they will have lost unless their insurances pay out. And actually they don't even know how that's going to work at the moment. They are operating from a place of, we will have lost millions right now. Like not even thinking about future. And I think they don't even know, like, like, as as you say, say, like we don't even know what's happening next because uh, the, so there's talk that the Premier League are um, asking for the money back from clubs that they would have got for TV rights for the rest of the season. Oh, seriously? Wow. Yeah, it's not confirmed, but they're also they're saying that it's going to cost... Because at one point, there a few clubs were saying that the, the season should be voided. Um, obviously not Liverpool were saying that, but other clubs were saying that the season should be voided. Uh, and then there's going to be a massive, massive U-turn on it now because the Premier League are like, fine, we'll void the season, but then the money that you've been paid already for the games that are going to be televised for the rest of the season, and you just pay us that back. Yeah. And then and they've that, got season ticket holders who are starting to ask for their money back as well because they're going to yeah. have, you know, games that they can't attend or whatnot. So... That's very true. Very true. And it's, I mean, and it's, it's fair to pay them back, but it's also kind of... It's a weird one because it's also fair to, to not, in a way, yeah. because it's not, their, it's not their fault. They've not done anything wrong. Exactly. No one's done, there's no There's no blame in this. There's no fault. So who, who should be indemnified from the situation? And that's um, the thing, the knock-on affects every single person from the loan season ticket holder right up until the, the, you know, the big bosses who are having their board meetings right past. And that's why it's really hard. That's why your, your original question, Morty, is a difficult one. And that's why I stayed quite quiet because I don't want people to at me. But it's a difficult one to answer because actually, unless you know each, single, each club's personal details, if, unless you know every footballer's personal circumstance, I could be a footballer who earns uh, uh, 750000 per game or something. But if I'm paying all of my family's mortgages, like you just can't make, make the assumption that they should because they have more than I do. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. No, 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 no. no, no, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm quietly impressed. I, I think you need to be a match of the day. Like, what's Shay? Is that, your, is that your moving? 
See, I mean, that, that's your, that's your, um, misogyny speaking. <laughs> nothing, nothing, no, 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 I did not say misogyny. I'm a girl and I'm talking about football. No, 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 I mean, I, I, I listen to Alex Scott talk about football all day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at it, Alex. Don't I have no problem with that. Believe you me. Uh, but listen, but no, but I'm literally no, but no, but you are all right. And I think my issue is why football is. And you know what? And this is my this is my little morty rant, right? But I have a thing about this, and I generally believe, yeah, that it's a working class issue. I think there's always a disruption in the system, right? This is my weed slash WhatsApp talk, yeah. There's always a disruption in the system when a working class person transcends what they should or what society believe they should have, quote unquote, footballers, right? And sometimes they don't help themselves. I mean, man, like Kyle Walker breaking quarantine by having sex parties, but all right, fine. But like, do you hear about that one? Sure. Yeah. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, to be fair, any news is any any news is out there in the streets because nothing else to talk about. But anyway, like literally, so like, um, and people getting drunk in the streets like Jack Grealish. But like at the same time, I do feel that like there's also elitism because I I don't like the royal family. I'm gonna, which is, I want to come to that in a very minute in, in a second. I think they're absolutely flipping pointless, really unpointless. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 to me, it's, it's a it's like a poison child for colonialism, which I don't. Okay, want. move on. Yeah, no, no, what? Because you like, because you like the royal family, do you? Yeah, you know, yeah, like pretty much Charles. You're a little bit with diary, <laughs> eh, do you? Right. Anyway, so basically, um, right. So what are they doing? Have they actually check? Actually, what are the royal family doing? Your beloved royal family. What have they done? Well, the queenie put out a nice message. <laughs> You know what? That's a brilliant segue to my next point. The Queen's speech, dot, dot, dot. Who cares? What did that do for you? Do not, Shay, hold it. I know what you're going to say. Alex, what did the Queen's speech do for you? Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to it. I'll go a little bit further um, and say this is the first I'm hearing of it. <laughs> do you know what, Alex? I liked you a bit ago. <laughs> I liked you a bit again. That's why I can only be honest and tell you what I what I'd known. I know. I that's that's all I know. I, I didn't. It's because you've been busy and cu- busy creating, creating content. Yeah, creating content. Yeah, yeah. Tory Lanez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the Queen got in touch with Tory Lane. She's like, add me to your IG, fam. Twerk on Twitter. Oh my gosh, the Queen of a real twerk. Yeah, I would like love I do this. I do this for Philly all the time. So is it a twerk? Is it a stroke? I don't know. Um, but, um, but anyway, um, basically, but what, now what I'm gonna say is this though, right? Is that literally um, before I get to you, Shay, because I know you're gonna say something. But I just, I, I literally purposely for the purpose of for of this podcast. What you know? What let it be informed. I sat down. I couldn't watch the whole thing, so I decided to watch the news where it gave me the the highlights, the cliff notes, and what a load of horse manure. Like, honestly, like, really? Like, oh. And I'm going to get my, my passport, like, um, get got rid of, but ha, I'm here, but I've got so another 10 years on it, so good luck with that. But um, what did the Queen's speech do for you, Shay? How did it make you feel? Sorry, for those listening to the audio, I was just taking a moment to give him a bad look. So, I, I'm not saying that it's like, oh, yeah fire up everybody and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying all of that. And I'm not even saying that I listened to it all because I didn't. You know how I knew the Queen's speech was on? I was on the phone to you and you were like, oh, what's the Queen saying? That's literally how I knew. Mm. But, um, and I did glimpse it again someplace. Oh, on their Instagram, because I follow their Instagram. Um, oh, wait, 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 what's the Queen's Instagram? Yeah. Oh my God. All of the world's too, but I only follow Harry and Meghan and them. Um, oh, you actually, oh, you're such a loser. <laughs> they're not even allowed to be 
as of the last day of March, then no, the 31st of March, they can't have that account anymore because it's. Oh, exactly. Here, Megan's got a job, by the way, as a voiceover in some film. She's been doing that. Yeah, but she's already done the voiceover. Anyway, never mind. Um, but what I will say is, I think it's really short sighted of you to what? completely disregard what it may do for someone else because you, you're not a royalist and I'm not a royalist um, if I'm honest I am a royalist in terms of I like the idea of it but in terms of what they do if we get down to the actual yeah. when we get down, if we get down to the actual, idea of, please no shut up if we, when we get down to the actual details of it I would probably probably agree with a lot of what you say so I just it's, it's an idea that I like it's it's like a fairy tale I, I just like the idea it's not I'm not saying you ask me a question you can cover your face as much as you like i'm telling you that that's what it is as, okay, on, on a very basic level mm-hmm. i like the lion king i like the. do you know what i mean i'm just saying i like the idea of the whole um thing when it comes down to what they actually do for us and how it actually that's a whole different conversation if, if, if i'm honest okay but what i will say though is that for me i think what she's trying to do i'm not sure that she'd be able to win what she's trying to do is not to be seen to be doing nothing and also not to be seen to be because she doesn't have that much power anyway back in what, what oh which king was it which king was it that had the stutter george king yes Steve. it was yeah. and it, when he went on the radio and despite his stutter gave that rallying speech for the wars and blah 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 it was obviously well received and, and powerful and whatever and i'm not saying that she has the same power or that it's it's as necessary in a time where we can all just communicate with one another but I think for her being very kind of traditional and if you've watched her whole reign, you will understand the kind of queen that she is. And I've watched a lot of documentaries about who she is and why she is. Um, she will think that that is making that speech as her duty. And so it's, I think it's as simple as I, I, this is the, at the, this is the stage at which I'm meant to speak to my constituents. It's as simple as that. I don't think it does anything. I don't think it does. It makes no real difference, but it may to some. And I know I'm, I'm not generally a dick to you in general. So, I mean, I don't apologize for that. I love you all the same. But like, no, and, and I'm not trying to tear down your views. You like it, you like it for the reason you like it. So even though we banter and back and forth, I can be a prick. I do get that. I mean, I want to cuss you off air about that comment, but not now. But um, <laughs> about fairy tales, I'm going to kill you for that. I'm just going to say that I'm going to destroy you, but not now. But um, my, my point is, all joking aside, um, yes, I see it as a rallying call for the nation in a time of diversity where it can be encouraged. It's like, it's like a speech for at halftime if you're, if you're one nil down. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I'm not that, I'm not that ridiculous. I get it. People need that, right? But my thing is, and this is why I'm, annoyed, I'm not so much familiar with the Queen per se, so I'll, I'll, I'll qualify my, my selective outrage. I'm not so much familiar with the Queen per se. I am more annoyed at the stupidity of society where you want to pick on footballers um, for doing silly things, all right, granted, but they have a, a duty or obligation, but not to the person who your tax money goes to, um, who's, who's broadcasting her staying quarantine from her how many hundred yards acre castle? Really? But she's and not going to get an 80% furlough money paid to her. But they're not responsible for that, though. They're not responsible for that. No, but I'm just saying your your argument. No, I'm just saying that your argument with regard to the footballers is the argument is that footballers should be doing more. That's that. That's the what the football clubs are doing for their staff, and then what the footballer individual footballers are doing. When the football clubs is thing, footballers, as far as I'm concerned, 
um, are people who do a job and get paid the salary that yes. the market decides is the salary yeah. for their job. And it's up to them what they do with their money. And as yeah. long as they're using their money to cause cause harm to people, I don't see any reason why they should have to do anything more than other people. Um, the Queen is receives tax money and she is meant to be doing that for a service for the society. I don't know what that service is. Yeah, um, but, but that is it's a completely different thing to football. And she has an obligation, whereas I don't think the world do. Yeah, but it, but again, my question goes back then, again, is she going to, and, and I guess this is something we don't know or whatever's been discussed, but is this actually a conversation until we know whether or not she, so for instance, she's continuing her job. The, the, the whole what she should and shouldn't do with her money only comes into it if she wasn't doing her job and then she was still getting paid for it. Whereas there are people out there, civil servants or whatever, who are still doing their job. It's not a question whether or not they get paid or whether they hold the aid or... I feel you're saying, and I'm not saying either way. My, I guess my position on this is, um, first of all, the second thing is, um, if you're going to start asking why aren't footballers giving their money that they earn, um, I think you need to be even-handed and ask about why the royal family a large portion of what they have. Yeah, not just a queen, not just a queen. I mean, also take away from the thing. Also, I think business people. I don't think unilateral, but you know what? Can we can we ever really, I guess, expect rationality from mass from the from the mob or masses? Hence, people are um, evil, as me and Alex, Alex believe. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, but believe in their own self-interest. No, no, no. I, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, I kind of want to, um, do you know what, I, I, had, well, I wasn't asked earlier about what you've been doing during quarantine, but honestly, Alex has been cooking up a storm and Shay's been making sweet cakes for um, constituents in her area, um, inside joke. So uh, well, that's doubly funny, actually, double entendre right there. Anyway, so um, basically, <laughs> so um, <laughs> in case you didn't miss it, now you know. But, um, so I'm actually going to flip it. And actually, there's two questions I want to ask you um, before that. But actually, before I move on from the Queen and, and head to state, Boris, what do we think, yo? Boris could, Boris could die, yo. It makes me sad. Does it? Mm. I mean, I, I don't. Like, I don't. I don't think because of who he is, um, um, it's any more or any less saddening. I, the whole situation's sad to me. It makes me sad, more sad, I guess, because there are people out there who are like, haha, and that bothers me. Wow, was that people? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm not. That, that, that bothers that. me a lot because, regardless, he's a guy. And from the beginning of this, before he contracted it, what bothers me is that I know that as a job, I wouldn't want to be in those war rooms making the decisions that he has to make, whether you agree or don't agree, or whether you're conservative, Labour, Green Party, whatever. Um, I think that he's not. He's not necessarily in a great women situation. I think he can still be a twit at times. Twit, twat, twat. And whatever, but it makes me sad that he's contracted it and that and that he's that ill that he's now in intensive care, which means he's not able to do the job of making these decisions with his cabinet or whatever. And and that I, I, it makes me sad just as a person that his his fiance or wife or whoever it is is pregnant. All of that is just sad to me. But then I'm an empath, so it would make me sad. 
Do you know what? I'm gonna Alex have a last word on this because I know I'm I'm as our political expert correspondent. Um, but um, <laughs> literally, listen to me. Listen to this point of view. See if I'm wrong. But I haven't always agreed with Boris. To be fair, I think he's a bit of a dick. To be honest, but um, in I have to admit that it is an impossible situation, and I have to admit that everyone is a critic, and not many people could do much better. Um, whilst sometimes I thought he hasn't um, been the best orator, the decisions. I mean, mm. some of the some of the speeches have been beyond dead. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, man like Rishi, Shay's boyfriend, um, um, has been doing bits. You know, man like Rishi. All right, cool. I mean, there was ever time if Boris ever couldn't make it. I know Dominic Rab is next in line. I don't particularly like him to be honest. Is he next in line, Alex? Have I got that correct? Ah, uh, but um, but yeah, but um, anyway, but um, but I think in general, the decisions he's made have been actually, to be fair, these aren't atypically Tory policies. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, so, but no, nah. I mean, maybe they are, maybe they are I'm going to give you your, but maybe they are, um, but in general, I will say this though, people that are like saying that, oh, well, he good, he's going to, he's going to die, are just, yeah, go to hell on it. Like, that's just bang out of order. Like, yeah, but- so I think, I, I, I personally don't kind of revel in the demise of, of, of anyone, whether it's their exactly. death or their fall from. Apart from Hitler, obviously, sorry, let's put that there. <laughs> um, so I yeah so I don't think um, I, I think people who are, are saying that I'm glad he's gonna die it's not only stupid but I also think it's very short sighted because if 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 you really hate the Tories and you really hate Boris and then he dies from coronavirus he will get a statue outside number ten he will be the poster boy martyr of this whole thing. And you will not see a Labour government for a long time. So that's 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 myopic at best. But I'll, that aside, um, I think um, I personally think that since they started dealing with it, they've started dealing with it well. I think it's maybe too little, too late. Because um, I think they reacted too late to it. And I also think that there is a um, kind of there's been a longer term kind of dismantling of the NHS by the Tories. And I feel like if that hadn't been in place before, it's possible to suggest that it this would be solved better. Of course, we don't know. So it could exactly it could be exactly the same. It couldn't be exactly the same if they hadn't done what they did to the NHS before. But I think this has highlighted the importance of our health system, especially when you look at America, who doesn't have any universal health care um, and they are struggling beyond measure, especially places like New York. I think um, it's impossible to kind of doubt the efficacy of and the importance of the NHS that we have in this country and the National Health Service. So I think that is one thing that's been kind of highlighted from this. Um, in terms of um, Boris and... Can I, can I touch on that very quickly though? Sorry, very quickly. Yeah. I will say this one quick thing to um, um, Chief Correspondent, is that um, literally um, the irony of the Brexit situation, voting situation, and now who is on the front lines of NHS is absolutely effing hilarious for me. Yeah, because I think like, I mean, for the general public, not so much maybe the politicians, whatever, but I don't know, I, I'm, I'm gonna get into that another conversation where they lean left, they're not. But there is no doubt in my mind, the multicultural nature of our frontline workers, the very people that they were saying they went out and not the yeah. politicians per se, but the general, Joe blogs on the street, and I think it's so funny. And now those same people are now worth how much? Especially with the Windrush generation people as well, who a lot yeah. of those came over. All right, but I, that's another podcast for another day. But continue, my friend. Sorry. 
No, that's kind of all I was going to say. And the only thing I was going to say on top of that was, um, in terms of these being kind of anti-Tory policies, it's interesting because if you look at historically um, in Europe and I guess America, um, during wartime, um, conservative governments tend, and I'm, I'm happy to be corrected on this, but from what I've seen, tend to dwell um, during wartime situations. Yeah. Well, across the yeah, I think um, Winston Churchill obviously. Um, I think even even unpopular, not very good leaders like George W. Bush seem to like rally quite well during a, um, a, a war time. I know we're not at war, but I think it's almost wartime economics. It's like so it's similar, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I feel like so it's, it's maybe I wouldn't say that they've necessarily moved away from the kind of Tory policies. I think they've just kind of gone to their kind of wartime camp and they've implemented things from that from that which is consistent with Tories. No, I, I definitely wouldn't like give them too much credit to say that they kind of turned turned around and like, oh we should now help poor people. I don't think that's what it is at uh, all. Then we're back to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back, back to um, leaving leaving people in car parks and homeless. Don't be back to that right? in, in, within, within a year. So that's fine. And cancelling carnival. Um, so that, that, back to soon. Um, I guess I guess. So I was going to ask you guys about what you've been doing differently in lockdown, but I kind of we kind of touched on that right at the beginning. So I guess I guess I'm going to change the change the question around. Is what is the first thing you, you guys are going to do when the quarantine, social lockdown, social distancing is over? What's the first thing you think you'll do, Shay? I'm going to wait for you to go outside and see if it really goes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Human sacrifice. Yeah. Stay in my house and offer you as tribute. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you, just for that now, if I go out and I can tra- contract the virus, I'm going to come in, in, I'm not dying alone. I'll come and smother myself all over your house, cover myself with oil and smother myself all over your house everywhere, in and out, so therefore you'll, you'll die with me. Together. Solidarity, right? What are you gonna do? Strip club? Shay, what are you saying? No, honestly, I um I can't see myself screaming and jumping. It depends on the, the season. It depends it depends on when and what. So if it's a mid summer, like June, something, and it's a nice hot day, I'm definitely going out to a big park, just mm-hmm. sitting out, hanging, finding friends, maybe doing something like that. I don't have any big plans because I'm fine with quarantine. This is what I'm an introvert. I love this stuff anyway. Um, I quite like my own company, so I'm not. I'm I'm fine at the moment. I can't say that won't change, but I don't know what I'm. I have no plans to do anything different. I hope that by the time the quarantine's over, I will have produced more of what I love and have more reasons to, you know, take it around the country doing what I was doing before. So going out and delivering training to the NHS or to young people for creative stuff or whatever. That stuff I miss. Um, but generally, I don't really have any plans for what the first thing I'm going to do is. Maybe eat out. I miss Wagamama's. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Alex, were you, any, any particular plans you'd be um, to, uh, when you finish quarantine? Um, so similarly to, to Shay, um, there isn't like a, a lot that I... I realise how little I actually go out um, during this time. Because there isn't actually a lot that I miss. But I will definitely be going to Barbers. Bruv, it's mad, right? Blood, this thing is... <laughs> the struggle is so real, bruv. So anyway, they put it back on, but yeah, it's so real. But yeah, yeah, but it's 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 bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, I'm starting to get like a uncle. <laughs> bruv, uncle, listen, Uncle Morty over here, bruv. It's crazy. It's 
Oh man, I, I, you know what? We, we take these things for granted, bro. Uh, yeah, it's definitely my first first thing after I come out of this. <laughs> Alex, I, Alex, I thought you were all about learning new skills, bro. Argos do delivery, <laughs> don't they? Get some clippers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, close to that. I'm close to getting clippers. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of doing it, but I just think you know I'd rather ride out the. The the, the 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 kind of Wolverine, the Afro Wolverine look for like another <laughs> few weeks, and then see how how it goes, man. I might try and see how. I actually might want to see how thick my beard can actually grow. So I'm actually because now I'm, I mean I'm not going anywhere, and they want to see. So your birthday's in December. Um, if we're in quarantine until then, what's the first thing you're gonna do when you jump out? In December. Like, if, if we're in quarantine a long time, because you're an extrovert, extrovert, and I'd be checking on you every now and again, like, are you still alive? Are you fine? Because <laughs> you, you're dying. What are you going to do? I mean, that I can say on air. Um, no. I, 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 I mean, fine. out at the restaurant. Um, and then, um, nah, um, do you know what? Restaurants, clubs, um, like, um, do you know what? I'm, do you know, I'm so lucky that I, my, my soul income isn't just from the events industry, man. Oh my gosh, you'd be effed, like properly, like in a real, real conundrum. Um, but um, yeah, definitely just re- restaurants eating out, linking up with people. Um, but I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna be like when they say lockdown's over. I'm not gonna be the one like, oh, I'm out here. I go out and about like that. Um, I'm gonna wait for a while because I have a feeling there's gonna be. How like, are you gonna see your 28 ladies? Huh? Are you going to see your 28 ladies? Um, they deliver. Uber delivers them to me. Uh, I have a special um, car service. Um, statistically, <laughs> statistically, one of them is going to die from coronavirus. I know, I know. So they have to be replaced. Um, <laughs> the circle of life. Um, so <laughs> we talked about liking early. You got me thinking. So yeah, literally, you know, and, and God rest their souls. So um, yeah, so literally, um, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. But honestly, joke, joke aside, actually, do you know what? I said, we, are we, we've got a caucus that I told you. I, I'm, I'm, I like the name, we'll stick with it now. But um, where we get together and, and, you know, have discussions and have steak and fine wines. And I just miss that, man. Like, even just going out to eat and chilling with your friends. It's not so much the frivolous. Um, it's more catching up with good friends and having a social. I mean, Zoom is great, but it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and do you know what? I'm, I'm interested to know what the share price of Zoom is at the moment. But, bloody hell. but um, literally, but... Like um, one night, it went up. It went up ridiculously. And in fact, there's another company called um, so Zoom. I think their um, ticker is uh, ZM. And there's mm. another company whose ticker was Z, um, ZOOM. Yeah. So like Zoom, the word. And pe- their their share price went up as well because people oh. mistakenly bought their shares thinking it was Zoom. Wow. Yeah. Do you know one thing I would actually like to do? Actually, one thing I would do different, differently in quarantine. Um, do uh, while I'm in quarantine, I didn't mention is I actually want to try and see if we can get into investments and understand it. I don't understand it at the moment. I think Alex, looking at you, um, I think that's something I want to like kind of test the water with um, in terms of ways of actually saving money. Um, I think at a base level and with, with a um, understanding because I have ISAs and stuff, but that's very low risk, low reward returns of what up to what maybe two three percent over a year period. But then literally, I would like to um, get a better understanding off that so yeah um that's there's kind of, of things, yeah there's a couple of things I, I can show you i'm not gonna say it on here because they're not paying me to sponsor me so yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with that i'm with that i'm with that all right cool yeah, yeah. um and there's no, a couple of people i know as well that i think would be really good to to speak to so you might want to have them on the yeah okay arabs yeah look forward to any arabs that <laughs> <laughs> oligarchs what? Yeah, right. inappropriate what inappropriate what like is, is it it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a anyway, you know, 
Oh, whatever, man. Always kill my day. Do you know what, guys? It's time. I've had enough. I'm time for me to take my uh, take my medication. But a big, huge thank you to Alex for coming on and joining us. Um, I want to get you on again. It's been a long time, man. Thank you for um, sharing your knowledge. Yeah, with us. No, my pleasure. Shay, yeah. Well, you're all right, mate. Yeah. You didn't add any lip gloss for however long we've been on. It's a bleeding, it's fair. But anyway, but yeah, thanks again, guys. Yeah. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.